0: Your discretion is advised.
1: Cops came in, cut me down. I literally I was dead for over 15 minutes. She's the one that rung the police, and yeah, a month later, I stabbed myself again. Mandate.
0: Welcome to Mandate, where we never gave fresh perspectives and nothing is off the table. Tonight's guest was born in Samoa in the sacred center, but also lived for several years in uh, Otero, New Zealand but now resides in Australia and Sunshine Coast and so the man is is, um, is the founder of an amazing movement the movement called is, uh, is called US Movement um, which helps and supports those who are experiencing um, mental health challenges and also at suicide source risk as well and so the man is, um, is an amazing job and an amazing team throughout Australasia so please put your hands together for the man himself Vika Pacifica <laughs> uh, Vika, I think just to kind of start the rolling because the US movement, what, what does US movement mean? What, is, what does it entail? What is it all about? But just for
1: those who are curious and don't know who um, what, what US movement is all about. Um, so US movement actually stands for Unity, Care and Evolve. So we provide support work for all the brothers and sisters that struggle to get support. So we direct them to the support system that we have, um, that we've created um, ourselves and pay for them to seek that support and seek the help that they need. So yeah, pretty much if, uh, if you're struggling with, uh, with depression... Or you've had a temp suicide, and you need to reach out. That's where we come in, and trying to hit that first category of um, depression, because these three categories then depressions. So we try and hit the first one before they reach the second and the third. So the first one is where we come in and trying to support them and get as much as help that um, we can for him. To um to get through and and also you know to come back light yeah
0: because yeah. this is amazing because I, I commend the work that you do um also because you're talking about um people with mental well kind of challenges in terms of mental health and so forth but also the biggest one is um it's you know suicide risk eh? mm-hmm. and so is there a story as to why you kind of went down this avenue is there something um, significant as to why you
1: you started hey us movement mm. um. Yeah, well, I, I'm a suicide survivor um, I taught my life in my own hand In the age of 19 um, I've had You know, everyone's got struggles And um, back then You know, you had to work Free jobs to You know, pay rent And make mens meet, But um, You know, it didn't um you know it yeah it didn't um <coughs> it didn't go that way so i fell into which i thought i was just um i was just angry you know cuz i couldn't get work and i couldn't able to support my family and so i was just at the time i didn't know what depression was and I didn't have any mentors. I didn't even have someone to turn to and say, Hey, also I think something's wrong with me. But I just can't figure out what it is. So um, yeah, so I hung myself in the in my garage. Um I um I um cops came in um, cut me down I literally I was dead for um, over 15 minutes and the cop that was there in Hamilton he did the CPR for 15 minutes until the ambulance turned up and um, his story was that he knew I was there he didn't give up so when I myself in the hospital I had my shirt was all wet from the police just sweating and doing the CPR um, so so I got registered under a New Zealand Mental Health Institute because um, they felt like I was going to do it again which I did um, but the thing with suicide is that once you, you attempt and you fail you tend to um, You tend to have all these negative uh, Negative energy around you And you see your family And they look at you and go mm, Look at him I thought he was the man Lucky he went and took his own life And then you know Trying to leave his family behind Which is the typical You know Islander thing you know And I just felt that all around me But I didn't realise that My family did love me You know And my And my girlfriend She's the one that Rung the police and sort of Saved me So I felt that she was against me too So um, Yeah a month later i Stabbed myself Again and lost a lot of blood And got sent to The to the Waikato Hospital and um yeah like I come back. You know. The nurse actually said to me funny she goes, Oh, you're back again. I think you're doing it wrong. And um there's something telling you that, you know, you need to uh, be here. So I sort of uh I didn't create it. The the horse movement until I moved to Australia, so I had to move out of the the positive, um. The the negative, sorry, area that I was because it was just too much, gang and stuff like that. So, so I had to move to Australia to sort of change, and um. Become who I am now, so but trauma. Comes a long way, so um, seeing a psychologist now is just like bringing up all the stuff that I went through as a child. You know, um, I'm a source, uh, um, a a victim of rape. Um, I was (laughs) raped for three years uh, in church from the priest, so it's a bit harsh, but um. Telling the story is pretty hard, but I just sometimes I need to say it how it is, straight and raw, um, and that's what I I went through as a child, and there's all that anger and I wasn't getting in trouble and just getting to fight and just because I didn't realize how much it has affected me, and um, yeah, so, yeah it's man.
0: Awesome. Well, first of, first of all, Vika, thank you so much for being. You know, you just cut. You just cut to the, to the chase in terms of, of your your story and the journey thus far in terms of what you're doing. But first of all, thank you also. Thank you for being honest, upfront and honest. And so, and and man, brothers, because it is, is it's just. I, I can imagine people who may be watching this and say, "Man, this straight up the guts, um, Vika." It's like this guy's just, you know, just, just putting it out there. Uh, no holds bar no. um, but also through all of the the hardships and the, and the suicide attempts what has been the the, the major or oh, not learning but more of the the silver lining in terms of uh, of the movements but also your your own life Gee,
1: is that already?
0: well what's what's been the kind of the, the 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 thing that's kind of with all this the the, the suicide attempts what's been the I guess you could say The the, the, mo- the most positive um, aspect In terms of What you've learned and, what, yeah. and all that kind of stuff And things that have Kind of happened for you In terms mm. of the positivity and, and so forth
1: It's um, No matter how hard it is You just need to reach out You know It's uh, Support system back then We didn't have any Now it's just like we got heaps of support system now And the rate is just going off the roof. Um, yeah, you just, like, no. I don't, people, when they go into depression, they just hide themselves. And they don't understand that when you do, you're actually making yourself worse. You're not helping yourself by trying to reach out. Because once you make that first step of making the phone call or go see someone for help, that clears you straight away Because you're like Oh man Thank God I just went and talked to the also Because I needed it And that's what The first step is And that's the positive thing Is that Man you need to Reach out regardless or not How hard it is I know a lot of people say that But It is hard But you need to pull yourself out And just go and see someone and
2: I suppose that's quite a big challenge for anyone that's going through that any kind of traumatic experience is sort of being able to reach out and ask for help. Um, One of the things that came to mind is you're sharing your experience which again, honestly, big props on just being able to share that and I know that being able to speak on it now even though you're able to do it calmly it's probably taken you many, many years to get to the point where you can say it out loud. Um, And so I'm curious about Uh, Tracking trauma Because sometimes It's not until you reflect on the trauma And you're able to trace things back in your life And then you realise that actually It was this one point in my life That started everything else um, And that's You don't realise how broken you are Until everything collapses Um, So I'm curious about Sort of When you Look back um, at, At sort of Your life where the sort of where things first started to break down for you cuz I'm I'm not 100% sure on the timeline but I was just curious if you're able to share some reflections on when you first started to notice that maybe something's not right here yeah yeah um
1: uh but well it was when you start to notice that uh, cheating um, lying um, constantly just lying, just little things, you just, I just lie about, just saying, I went down to the shop, but I went to see someone else, I just lie about it, you know, um, um, yeah, I, because I know myself, I was, oh, that's not, my dad, my dad taught us, like, don't do that, you know, the Ten Commandments, you know, and it's just like, oh, that's, I was brought up in the church, you know, that's not us, that we don't do that. And then you start to realise, oh she something is wrong. You know, something is wrong with me. But um yeah, it's just when you start doing things that I started doing things that it's that's um that you're not supposed to do. You look back and start pinpointing. But I had to someone someone else to tell me that. I figure it out myself, but I had to someone to tell me, oh, don't do that. You know, that's that's wrong." So yeah,
2: that's cool. And and <laughs> is there a um a balance between talking to a professional versus talking to like a family member or someone you trust? Um, Is there room For both of those things To coexist Or Which one do you prefer Like Would you recommend Talking to people
1: Closer to you Or Mm. seeking professional help Um, It's always important To talk to someone That's relate To you Because they don't don't Have to judge you So they Understand what You're going through Even if you go Seek for a professional help Which I highly recommend I'm not saying don't Go see them They're the one That will tell you What's wrong with you but it's always good to go and talk to someone, you know, the also or your sister or your, you know, your brother, your relations. So you, they go, oh yeah, I understand. But he hasn't gone through it. But then you tell them what you're going through so they can understand. Because a lot of people are judgmental these days. As soon as you say, oh yeah, I'm this, they go, really? You know, it's, it's, um, it's, a a win-win-or-lose situation but yeah it's um it's seek professional help um get someone get an assess you know and and get a yeah seek professional help man
3: yeah Uh, again bro thanks for your courage just to go in on like you don't know us (laughs) but you're and you don't know the people that are going to be watching um the podcast, but um, for you to have the courage to share um, means heaps. And um, I don't know in my head, there's a movie playing out, <laughs> and it'll be, you know, one day um, we'll probably get to hear it. But um, you've just pinpointed a few things like some of the pressure you had when you're 19, not being able to provide doing multiple jobs, but you can't you know not able to that burden of not being able to provide and and you know you give us a quick um summary of like where you ended up your lowest point and then you moved to Aussie what I'm, I'm interested in um, to know what was the turning point like did you hit rock bottom or as soon as you got to Aussie you realized oh I need to change or the were there things that happened that made you realise, shucks, I need help?
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, because I continued doing it in Australia. And um, I, you know when you have that mindset, you know, a lot of us do, you know. Oh, yeah, so we want to do this. I want to move there, change this, get a job. And you get there, it's just phew, out the door. It's totally different, you know. and And that's where I was. I found myself right back to where I started. I was bringing New Zealand back to Australia, so I had to um move my family to Australia to help me to cope with me um to cope with what I was going through and also help me to to get over through what I was going through as well so so I had to move my family over and um uh, get you know I got assessed. I it was the first time I went to the to the hospital here uh, in the coast, and I got assessed, and they said, "Oh, you don't need help. You need a lot of help." So and the the, the and that's where the pinpoint of the trauma and where I went wrong as a child, and just uh, yeah, just a lot of things in my life that I could change, but I, I can't,
3: you know. So did family members force you to go and get the help? Or did you end up in a place where um, it was forced upon you to get the help?
1: Um, uh, yeah, my um, um, my missus said, oh, if you don't, we're moving back. Okay. So I said, oh, yeah, I'll I had to do it for, for their benefit and also for my kids because I didn't want them to go back and yeah. forth. And then just see how, what a failure their dad was and what a useless guy I was, you know. Um, yeah, so I had to get it done. So. And uh,
3: that's awesome, Ous. And I guess, like, through the help, um, you were able to go through a journey of healing. Yeah. Like, what was that like? Because obviously, at that point, you're seeking the help, but us movement didn't start there. There would have... I'm wondering, like, from the point of seeking the help and the transformation, yeah, and then your realization, man. If yeah. I benefit all this help, I want to help others. I, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. I'm just putting words out.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's how it started. It was more likely getting, seeing all the, the also here, um, you know, taking their own lives and and just like just. Man, just um, just hearing of oh, thing it took his life last week, you know, what? And then a month later, you know, another was all went. And then, yeah, I was just like, man, I need to, if I could come through what I went through and be the person that I was now and try to help other people, I could do it. So I started the horse movement to, first started with just a page for people to, all the brothers to share their thoughts of suicide and, and just reach in there and just talk daily and just say, hey man, I'm going through this. You know, what are the, what are the tools or the keys that I can, you know, tackle it? So that was basically what horse movement was until... I started doing courses for counselling and mentoring and learning about um, depression, anxiety and you know, schizophrenic and so that. So I sort of study all that and and realised that when I studied it, I was like, man, that was me. When you started doing all the paperwork and going through your assessment, I'm like, that's exactly what I went through. And this is of the textbook. So my experience is, it is the textbook, but in, rea- in reality. I lived it, went through it. I just needed a paper to say that, hey, yeah, I'm qualified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's also <awesome>. great. <laughs> Living, lived, <experience> lived,
0: <laughs> but it is because you you your experience in terms of the the source of attempts. I, I laugh, not I laugh, but I I, I just kind of I chuckled at, at that lady saying saying that hey you're doing it wrong you're yeah. doing it wrong and so when I think of that a man it just feels like for me personally it's like, it's like say hey you're here for a reason like you're yeah. doing it wrong because you're here for a reason yeah she changed it after yeah, she yeah. said that yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I I, just, I, still remember I still remember that eh, when I come to it was the same lady and yeah, that's what she said so I'll never forget that when she said that I was like <laughs> <laughs> but, but,
0: but, yeah, this, this one, like, oh, what, what does it mean? Because, because, yeah, yeah, because I've ex- experienced with other, other nurses. They see some some of the some of the weirdest things. But, um, but her saying that, but, but I, I really do believe that. Because you're here for a reason. I really believe that the work that you do, the team that you're with, and the US movement and the whole, uh, in terms of source of prevention and so forth. And so, when you think of of your past, you think of your experiences. And you look at the stats, and obviously we we're talking earlier on in terms of the stats in Australia, but we look at the stats here in New Zealand, and obviously the stats in New Zealand are quite high. You're looking at, um, I think last year was 534 people who died by suicide, or 32 I think, died by suicide. What what, what do you think? And you think of the, the brothers that you, you worked with and your, your kind of journey together with Vika. What do you think is the difference between you and them? You were quite, you know, you went through your know, suicide, but... Your mates or the, the, your friends—they have gone. What, what has been the uh, the difference in terms of you pushing through versus others who just, oh man, I just, I just got to yeah. give up. Um,
1: yeah, there's a lot of difference between people reaching out, seeking help, and then you have other people that just don't talk, and then they just go ahead and and do it. So those are the people we try and I'm not saying we're only going to help them we try and help them before they go and do it you know and it's hard because <coughs> it's hard because you can't be there all the time you can't just you know and look for people that's that's in that you know category mm. and try and go and help it's just when they reach out we try and get them straight away because a lot of them do reach out and then they don't talk. And then you don't see them again. And, you <coughs> Sorry. and then you get other horses that they'll message. And then you go see them. And then four days later, <coughs> they end up committing suicide. So even, like even try and help them before they go and commit suicide. It's always best to go and see them. Phone mm-hmm. calls. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> phone calls, a lot of phone calls you do can help, but sometimes seeing people in person mm. is um a hundred percent It's it's more um relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I <coughs> um
2: you mentioned reading, you know, going through um, some of the textbooks and seeing, like, almost a reflection of yourself. Uh, I'm curious, because there's always this thing about theory versus reality. Um, Sometimes we learn about something in theory, but the reality is slightly different to what the theory is. Was there anything that the textbooks missed about the things that you learned? So you were going through stuff, and yet you might have seen it in the textbook, but maybe you're like, actually, when I went through it, there were some things that are missing from
1: the textbook. Yeah, how 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 to do it? <laughs> 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 Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that's missing. <laughs> <all> that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you. Ah, uh, no. Um, whoever wrote those assessment, man, they they spot on. Like with everything that you go through, um. Through depression, man, it's it's real, like um, yeah, they everything's correct, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Just reading through and in the back of your mind, is, man, exactly what I went through, but then I didn't even have a help. I didn't have anyone to turn to, and yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm.
2: And um, when you think about the, because the word pressure has come up um a couple of times. Um, when you think about the men that you're working with today, I mean over the last few years, um, do you see like what kind of pressures are most afflicting our men today?
1: Um, geez uh relationships, jobs, um financial stable. Um, if yeah, if you don't make enough, you know, it's it's a pressure for them to make enough and that's what a lot of them turn to other stuff to make money. And it's it's really sad to see that with all the brothers here in New Zealand and in Australia too, is going the wrong way of making clean cash. Yeah. Man. It's it is just it is quite
0: um just even talking about it, Vika It is it's quite heavy, eh? It is heavy. I don't show sure about with other brothers but um it is heavy. Just um just straight out the gate in terms of what you're sharing. And so I'm just I'm just thinking as well. Why is it? Why is it for men? And I might have my own my own um, understanding or my own answers. But why do you think is the number one reason as to why people don't ask for help? And
1: men, especially. Yeah, for our men. It's just we're, we're just alpha. We're just we learn not to share our feelings. We learn to to brush it like a duck's back. We learn just to go through it. You know, hit your toe, stump your toe, get going. And that's why a lot of men that was I wanna be men racist now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, nothing's off the table, so you can, you can, Go for it. <laughs> so I find that people that was born in the in the eighties and the nineties they more to to commit suicide because they learned the hard way. But now the two thousands they tend to ask for help but also just carry they go through they go through the process. So I had a talk a couple of months ago and I had a guy who actually <coughs> saying that he planned his suicide he knew what he was going to do and the only reason why it didn't happen um his family came to the house and that stopped him from commit suicide but he planned his suicide and he was well, and his 24 his 23 24 but a lot of 20 is 24 25 year old now they just yeah, and I, 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 we lost five, six this in two weeks. So, and they're all under, in the 20s, and one forty 40, he's 42, I think. I think Mike was 42, yeah. He was 42, so he just went and did it without any, any notice or just tell anyone, just went for a drive and psh, done. So mm. yeah So they, they, there's a category of people of, of try and reach out And then they don't They just They proceed What they go ahead And do what they don't want to do yeah, Did you see it was what Six In the past two weeks Six or two, seven Two weeks yeah And then just before I came here yeah, We had another Another Māori brother Overdosed Yeah mm. Mm.
0: Was there like a because I don't know because when people die by suicide, you just people say, Oh, we just don't know. You said there could be countless reasons as to why or different factors as to why people die by suicide. But I'm just wondering, what those those men, were they around the same vicinity or same area? Was there like a, like a common three
1: down, um, Vika? Um, no, they were all in different states, um, or different area in Australia, but um, a few of them were in my zone. Which I try and help and but yeah, the system failed him. So but we try to as much as we can to to um to help him pay for what he needs to be um pay for his assessment, pay for his um sessions. But um obviously the, the system got back to him too late. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. One needs to changes. Like you've seen, we haven't even talked about like the ones that have been saved, but like from what we're hearing at the moment, what you've seen, and all the positives, all the negatives. What do you think needs to change, and I guess the system or the community to really um, stop a lot of these suicides from
1: happening. Um. Gee, ah, uh, we just, ah, oh, gee, that's a good question. I've had, I've thought about what the horse movement wants to do to change to all, the, all the, the status of suicide is trying to open more facility, a safe house for people to go to when they don't have anyone to go to, to talk to. Because sometimes you can't reach on the phone. And it's hard for us to go and see them because they won't tell you the address. But if you have a facility in each state where people can just jump in the car, oh, I want to go see these people, twenty four seven. Help is there, you know. If we can have ambulance and you triple zero or one 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 to go and save that person that's had a car accident. If we have a number for ambulance that go oh, we got a suicide on the line, ring them. If we have ambulance like that to go and help those people, man. All around Australia and New Zealand, I think that would be awesome. Mm. As having you know don't 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 get me wrong that the ambulance are there to save people. But also have an ambulance that will go assist Specifically for, the for suicide, movie. you know. Well, that's the Us Movement future plan is is to get uh, one facility in the Sunshine Coast and then one halfway through Brisbane we we'll cater for sixty room, thirty four males and thirty four females and family as well.
3: That's awesome. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the positive stories, like what has Use Movement done uh Yeah, some of the work that you've already done, some of the projects that you guys have done, and what are some good news stories that have happened?
1: Yeah, um, so we've, uh, we've had a program, for a fish mate program, which is running now on the coast for young men from age 14 to 23 to to talk to our mentor. So you go on the boat and fish, and then just, you just, um, you know, just talk to one another. And that's been a successful program for us, um, and it's been introduced all around the coast, um, getting on people trying to get people on board to fund it. But uh, we normally try and fund it by because it's a non-profitable organisation. So me and my missus we fund everything. So we <coughs> so we try and fund the program by using fundraising, making shirts, and then try and Shirts never work because you end up going away for free. <laughs> 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 so we try and do a lot of, uh, uh, I I love bikes, I love riding, so we do a lot of uh, charity rides um, to fund for the program. And also we try and help a non-profitable organisations too that's going through the same, uh, targeting the same, um, um suicide and prevention as us so we try and fund for their program and fund for their facility as well so we're not just trying to you know be ourselves because horse movement is for everyone no matter black or white you are or yellow you're you're here to help yeah Yeah,
2: and what's the biggest challenge running a non-profit um and do you ever find that there's there can be competition or egos and things between non-profits and other different businesses or um, what's that like because running a non-profit can't be easy and like it's one thing to have the idea but then it's another thing to turn it into this machine um you know that that's supporting the lives of other people
1: Mm. ah yeah it depends how big your pocket is (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) right it's hard it's really hard some some days we have fund and then some days we don't and then when we don't have the fund I just pull out of my own pocket to go and help that person so if that person is going through a struggle of oh I can't buy food for my family or I can't pay my rent for two weeks because i got no work that's where we go and we we don't give them the money. We rent the real estate. We go into the real estate where they're renting their house or paying their mortgage. We go and pay the bank or the real estate up front so they know that we're not just going to give them the money and go somewhere else. Which is, you know, in the past we've we've had that. We we've learned and 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 uh, learn learn from that mistake, and we go move on forward and do it better way. You know
2: and is there ever a time where maybe you and your wife have disagreements about things because it's one thing to be on the same page maybe at the beginning of the journey but there's always ups and downs when you're Mm. trying to do something like this um what's that been like um, for you and your wife
1: yeah it is very challenging we just started off our horse movement community support so we feed homeless so we've been doing that for the last three months so we Uh, The place in Cotton Tree and the Sunshine Coast We feed the homeless at 6 o'clock every Monday Without a miss And then we get donated bakery stuff From all bakeries on the coast So we go and do our runs on the Friday Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday And then on a Monday So when we go and donate all the bread to the homeless And uh, facility hubs Where all the the homeless is staying, and there's a lot on the coast. Logan is which um, Brisbane City. So these are a lot of homeless people out there. So, And that's just something that my, my missus sort of started, because she just seen the need of it. When I go and do my counselling, I sit down, and it's just like the the, the family or the, or the also has got no food and so she's come to one of my sessions go well, I think we should do this and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> we're done enough
3: <laughs> so how do you come sit down <laughs> how do you keep yourself uh, sane or refreshed like with the with the work you do because there's a lot of times where it might get heavy and you know people are passing away and yeah, Yeah. How do you keep yourself,
1: man? Um, I, I get that asked a lot. Um, I do a lot of public speaking, and I get I ask that people ask me that a lot because I, I, it's heavy. I go through a lot, yeah. you know. I hear people's story. I always tend to, when I leave, so I, I try and use the term of a brother and sister. I don't like use the word client. Because and through mental health is uh, things called trigger. So you you know it could trigger people. Even you say client because you're there and you're gonna get paid and all. You know. Mm. So when I leave the brother or the sister's house, I try and leave. um, Leave the session, and then jump in my car with a fresh mind. So uh, sometimes I'll sit in my car for half an hour because it just takes a while to. To to let it out Because I learned through the past That I jump in the car And then I just start thinking Oh man Sian. Oh, Sian, He's going through this and then, and then you think about What you're going through I go through stuff too As much as uh, That I've come Where I've come far Where I am now But I still go through stuff So having their stories And your story Is just like oh, It didn't help me Yeah, for a long time, Uh, last year I took uh, three months off just to refresh myself and just try and find other ways to uh, find other ways to um, not to carry everyone's burden everyone's stories and everyone's struggle through your shoulder. yeah. Mm, Yeah, I know we can tell also because this this is not a this is not a
0: job hey this is not a job nine to five job you're doing this like like you said you know you relied on funding you know and you sometimes you know oftentimes you're giving up from your own pocket you and your wife so this is a passion it's the actual passion yeah you're passionate about this uh because that is because some people think man why is vika doing this This is crazy this is this is a dark space this is a dark um, you know this in terms of a, a line of job or line of work and so in terms of all the, you know, could be you know, sort of the, the, the several suicides or the number of suicides that that you've you've witnessed or you've, you've you've kind of heard and the people that you've come across. What has been your not saving grace, but what has been your uh, the the thing that has kind of kept you in the the fight against suicide? What is the the, the main thing? Obviously, it could be your family, your wife. <coughs> I'm assuming, is there something that keeps you in the fight to to, to help people?
1: Um. Geez, ah, uh, me. <laughs> uh, it's seeing myself um, going through what they're going through. So if I can pull out and go um, and come through and where I'm now, that person could do it as well. So I always see when I talk to them, okay, hey, I've been there. I see myself in that person and always try and encourage that person, hey, you, you can do this. You can actually come through. You know, a lot of people say, there's a light down there in the the tunnel. Not all the time, Mm. but you can walk through it. You can, a lot of people walk through a dark tunnel without a light. And Mm. that's where your first step is, is that I see you, you can do it. So I see myself in that person going through it and come through the
0: other end that's awesome yeah, awesome, awesome. yeah with, with obviously for suicide and the movement has there been moments where people have recognized those signs there's those those common signs and then and the, the, the one that you know whose frame of mind is, is good you know life is good they have the capacity to kind of intervene but they just walk away. Have you have you have you witnessed kind of those? That, um, yeah. Have you experienced some people like that? Just oh,
1: they sit and they just walk off. Yeah, yeah. We I see it a lot, and in, and uh, in when we have sort of uh, when we have um, uh, the mental health expo uh, last year, yeah, a lot of those all islanders because they do all their studies. So well, I have my tent there, and then they see the hall, so they Can like walk back that way? Because they see a brown person, and I say, well, "I not to talk to them. He doesn't know
0: anything." You know. Well, how does it make you feel when they like, man, you, you have the capacity to help that person who's in need or thinking about suicide? How does that make you feel like when they just walk off and think, "Oh, it's all right, someone else's
1: problem"? No, yeah, I feel good because I'll hear a phone call from you soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, they, some you know some Islanders might see you and get oh. You might not know, but then there's people that come through the same background that may look like you and be through the same struggle. Will see you and go, oh man, mm. he's probably been through it. I want to go to him. Yeah. Where well, am I correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. man, I'd rather go to someone that's been in the hood that looks like that looks like me, being through it, and I'll yeah. go, man, he's he probably knows what he's talking about, or yeah. he's got the experience. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's yeah, hundred percent. Because well, um, but fifty-eight percent of men um, actually seek help, professional help, and they don't go through. It. Mm-hmm. They go the first time and then they go because it's not relatable. Yeah. Um, that person has a suit. I'm a bit disrespected mm-hmm. of the psychologist. Sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he has a suit, he has a job. You know, he's got a nine to five. He gets paid for it. So a lot of the, uh, us, we go and go, nah. You don't know, Jack, so why do I want to talk to you? You know, So they refer to, talk to someone. And that's where I get a lot of people to talk to me because I've been through it. And, and they know that I could actually, I may not have the answer. I may not find a way to help you, but I can promise you this, though. I can get you out of what, whatever what you're going through. Relatable boys Yeah, regardless or not And I, I always say that and, and that's a promise. Yeah
3: Jeez. So you know with your studies Because man, I hated studies And I'd, what was study like back for you back in high school?
1: Uh, I didn't make high school well, Actually I did But I got kicked out of school um, Being a good boy Yeah mm. They said I was <laughs> They said I was that good <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I say that because it shows how passionate you are about the work because you've gone back to study um, so you can be better for the people you serve. So I commend you on that also.
1: I, I needed to. So, me yeah, and the. The missus did it together. So we needed to to do it because there's a lot of paalangis in Australia and they always say, oh, he's your papers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think you'll continue to study? I finished.
3: You're going to like go become um, a doctorate or a master?
1: Uh, uh, no, nah, I I want to, I just want to l- learn what I need to learn. And I think majority of I think majority of the stuff is it's all me now. It's all my experience. So, and I think nothing takes away from the experience, you know. Like like a like a boxer, you know, like a MMA fighter. You know, you can go talk to a guy that that actually wrote the book and tell you how to do it, or you can go to a guy that tells you how to punch your face. So there's different diversity there. So I. Me personally, that study was just to ensure me to to know what I was talking about. So I'm not talking kaka. <laughs> 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 um,
2: there's often a common, at least from what I've noticed from some of our guests who have come on and had to sort of make changes to their life, um, and it sort of comes through with like having to cut people out of your life. Is that something you've had to go through as well in terms of like keeping the right people around you Mm. at times?
1: Yeah, they always say keep your circle small, but it depends how big it is your circle. Mm. You know, a lot of people go, oh, you cut this person, cut. I always say that to people that's pulling people down. So, you know, for example, there was another brother from down Cairns. He was stuck in that circle and he needed to get out. So he'd messaged me, and we helped him to move. We fund all his move all the way back up here to where he was happy. So I I said to him, you don't have to cut people off. You just need to move away. Because at the end of the day, if you're cutting your family, then what's the point? Because they're always going to be your family. So don't, like I'm not saying, like if it's a friend that's doing bad, then... Cut them off But if you try and Move away from it um not saying that Move away from the problem You need to fix the problem Before you move away Fix the problem but move Continue yourself Move yourself forward Let them be negative Let them talk You know caca about you Who cares End of the day You're the one that wants to drive forward You'll go Just keep going Always say that Fix the problem before you move forward Keep your circle small, but move away from the circle. Mm. Mm. Wow. Going back to what you said before, you,
0: you um, those suicide attempts all sort of and then you had the people saying or people talking about you. Oh, this guy, this and that. In terms of those those haters now, those haters back then, how has it been the response now and seeing what you the positive work that you're doing? Are you getting a lot of love now from those um those folks who used to think that you were? So-and-so. Kaka, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, those kaka people. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, uh, I don't get response from them, but you know, they, you go in there and they still there. As much as they message you and stuff and, and you know, all the bad stuff, you, they talk about you and you go in and they're still watching you, you know. And they're still seeing what you're doing, all the good work that you're doing. But i never props myself for what i do you know it's the people that are around me that's helped me you know i give them the the gratitude and the thanks because without them I, I wouldn't be the person who mm-hmm. i am yet and so you know helping all their other brothers and sisters so yeah it's
0: good on you man do you do you get opposition people are like thinking who is this guy who are you? What are you trying to do? Why are you trying to? You're not, you're not, you're not a counselor. You're not a professional. What, what mm. are you doing? Do you, you get some of them, some some knockbacks from from folks
1: in, in, in Australia, even in New Zealand? Yeah, I I go to a lot of um, uh, suicide and mental health prevention talks. Yeah, and I, you know, they dress nice. I always try and come as myself because if you don't accept me for who I am, then there's no point of me being here because depression is related to love and disrespect. When you're going through depression, because your lack of love and lack of respect. So that's why people go through depression because a lot of people go, oh, we hate you, you know, you're not good enough. And that's why a lot of people go through, um, go through that way. So I always bring myself, be raw. But in Australia, you got to watch what you say through the mental health industry. You can't say what I just said because it's a trigger. But when I have a man group talk, I would like to be raw to make them understand that, hey, suicide is not a joke. It's real and this is how it's going to get done. And this is how you I did it. So they understand. But in the further mental health industry, they, you can't say that. Yeah. And that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Just to help someone, you yeah. know. It's
0: good, man. It awesome.
2: And you mentioned there um, depression being related to like lack of love and respect. Um, what would be some tips for for men out there or for people out there um, who lack their self-love um, yeah. For themselves and find themselves in a bit of a pit Like how do you build self-love?
1: Yeah um, By by trusting that person When they say that they're going through stuff Believe them mm-hmm. Don't make them Tell you As soon as you They go, oh, hell Then you're doubting them You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people ask questions When you go for help you need to go, all right, I'm here to talk. What do you want me to do? A lot of people go, so, yeah, so what? Like, well, what are you going through? Like, what? Well, how is it? And that's why a lot of people always say, oh, so you don't trust me. You don't trust what I'm going through. I'm here to tell you, this is what I'm going through. Just, you know, listen, sit down, just be with me for a couple of minutes. Be with me for an hour. If it takes an hour To sit there without talking That's their healing They're actually healing They You're feeling the The positive You know that vibe Because that's the all Some people just like To sit down and just And Just be there with them And I've had a lot of Horsals like that They go Oh yeah Horsals You want to come over Okay sweet Let's go for a ride Sweet And they just want a ride Just go and Sit down Have a coffee Have a yucky pie in Australia <laughs> 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 and just that healing that was that's like their healing process is that just they the also being there for them so yeah and a lot of people question when you go through struggle and that makes them fire man you don't trust me I'll stuff you I'm out yeah that's the that's where the trust starts you just gotta be there for them and just say yeah yup, I'm yours.
2: Yeah, I think sometimes it's because it's not easy being someone who's there as a support for someone going through stuff because everyone's got their lives, they're all busy. Mm. Um, but I think sometimes life gets so busy that we sometimes forget that, you know, people are human beings. Yeah. Like they're going through stuff and sometimes we just need to slow down and yeah. and just take the time and sort of just trust that things will fall into place because mm. you never know when you're going to be in that situation yeah. when you need someone to mm. talk to, right?
1: Yeah. I When I, uh, when I went – um, when, when I was uh, When I was uh, Rape as a As a teenage I I never knew It was right or wrong And I actually I asked someone And then they doubted me They said you're a liar So I never knew That what he did Was right or wrong so when I actually asked her, I also, I was young then, I was 13, 14. And then I asked them and he said, nah, they don't do that. You're a liar. So I just, I said, oh, sweet. So I just let it happen. But the trauma on the side of it is, um, it's, it's real you know, like It's Hit you For a very long time But Just um, Just last year And I, don't, I haven't even said this But But before, You know My story is that None of my family knows What actually happened to me There's only a few People in my family What happened, what happened to me When In church You know My mum doesn't my mum, my dad smacked me when I try and talk to them. You know, he said I was a liar, because I was, I was a liar. You know, I was a liar kid, I steal, and that's they all they knew of me as a child. You know, once you steal, they are always gonna know you steal. You know, when the cop knocks on your door, so like, yeah, what has he done now? So the trauma was real hard for me, but just recently, last year. Um, I actually come to terms that I wasn't gay. My sexuality was so confused for so many years, and I'm in my mid forties. I just come to terms that oh, I'm actually not gay, because I was so confused, and it taught me a very long time to to come to terms to it, and and. To know that being with someone all over your life, thinking is a lie. And having this thought in the back of your mind that, no, I'm gay. But as last year, just recently last year, with all my sessions, I see come to terms out of that. I'm, oh, I'm not gay, you know? Because of my sexuality, Went through was hard. I was so confused. eh? I, with all the stuff that I went through, stuff that I learned, I was so, so, so confused. I was very confused. And it's just, yeah, just last year. Yeah, I I didn't come out of the closet. (laughs) I wasn't gay.
0: Man, Man, also. I guess we can just pause here, um, Vika. Yeah, we'll pause yeah. for a bit. Vika, man, um, nah, hey, that's all, it's all good news. Thank you, man. Bro, I don't, I don't know, it sounds cliche, um, Vika, because you you always hear this, you know, people say, oh, it takes a lot of courage to say these yeah. things, so it takes a lot of courage to be open and, and, and honest, but straight up, also, 100%, for you to share this, you don't even know us from a bar of soap, also. you don't even have to, the, the, us, us, but, for you to share that, and the courage that it takes to even share that, mad respect also mad respect mm. um and it is regardless of what people say, regardless of what um the comments that might come out of this you know without a shadow of a doubt, one hundred percent that who you are as a man, and for you to to sit here at the table with us and share this with us and not even and not even consider your own safety it reveals to us uh who you really are man also what I tell you love also man um, bro yeah it's yeah man
3: Mad respect yeah. you know <coughs> you, you, someone look at you and you can run through a war or like st- um stand over any person by respect the person that you just shared to us like and just was vulnerable and was able to um, share something that was so Mm. traumatic and um and was able to express through you know through tears and i respect that more than someone that (laughs) the the fighters that we see not saying that there's i'm not trying to compare but you know what i mean like when we think of men we think. Nah, you gotta hold it together. You can't, you can't be crying. But um, also, thank you so much. I respect so much respect because um, someone like you being able to express yourself mm. like that. You imagine the ones that are listening in and go, man, uh, I can relate to that. Yeah, mm. I, I've been carrying all this crap for years, and the um big, yeah. strong. Yeah. I was able to, shed a tear yeah. to share it to you and share a story. It's, it's,
1: uh it's. it's you know, it's n- it's not a, um, a you know about being strong yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's just um it, it's it's just being real. Yeah you know. And, sure. and yeah. 'cause and and the thing is, like the only reason why I share it is is because uh, uh, a lot of us, a lot of men out there, mm. they go through it. Yeah. Mm. They're just too shy, too shamed to to, mm. to to tell their story and and I've never said this, this is the first time, I've I've had public talks, and I've never, and I've shared other stuff, but I I just just felt in the moment, or the heat of the time, it just needed to be said, because it might help someone, that person to come out, because that's the only way of you, getting it out, is you need to tell people, don't care what they're going to think about you, it doesn't matter, you know, end of the day, we're all human beings And we all go through our own struggle So, you know, it's either hold it in And then walk out of here and go, oh, you know, I should have said that I should have said this, I should have, could have But I said, I said, and yeah, I just hope it just helps someone to bring out a light for them And mm-hmm. get them to step out and, um, you know, share their stories
2: Man, Big ups Um, also, I think, just as well as being like an example and like walking the talk. um, I honestly just hope that it brings you the healing that you need because I think it's the first step to getting the healing that we all need is like just acknowledging it for what it is. So I think just big ups to you on that and I'm sure that as that processed internally, you would have seen links to your past trauma and how it all connects. Um, so just big ups on like processing it for yourself um, and then now just it's out yeah. and now the process can, can yeah. you know, and yeah. so I just really hope and pray that this, this brings you healing and, and, you know, everything that you need, but just, yeah, now we love and support. Um, mm. Yeah, everything. So
3: yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, wolves. Man, oops. Sorry, we ran out of tissues and the guy went then and got
0: him. I
1: saw, I saw, he's gonna wrap me up. me up like a mother. I
3: saw the tolerance. I saw that bit of I like, love, he's gonna cook <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> this is the time when you're in your muckers like <laughs> 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 uh, But hey, um. Yeah, there yeah thank you thank you also um but on a on a i guess more on the on the us movement uh movement also can you can you talk us through what you do on a day to day basis because obviously you got you got a team uh um, so what what is a a a, a day or well, give us a snapshot of, of your whole day uh, when you're running um the movement or us movement
1: so um i work full time um so Start at six, finish at two And then I try and even up my I normally have about two to three um, sessions in a day But um, then I knock it back to two Because then I still need to have the family time as well So I'd have tried to have twos in every day So 2.30, go home, shower, get ready First one is at 3.15 and then my last one. So I don't know limits for my sessions. I don't have an hour. If that person needs me there for two, three hours, I'll sit there for two, three hours and just have a chat. But then I have my last one at about six. So I give that person all that from 3.15 all the way to six o'clock to the next one. So I try not to have them far apart. So, that's, so I try and make it. So it's a less than 15-minute drive for me because I do the coast. But when I do Brisbane, I finish work on the head straight out to Logan Wild in Brisbane and just try and keep that location close just in case I'm running late with this hustle. But I can get there quickly within 15 minutes for the other session. Yeah, so that's my Monday to Friday. And then just uh three months ago, we, now we do pick-ups So we have a team that picks up all our bakery stuff for for the charity And then our Monday fee for the homeless and country So pick-up to Kieran He does that for us So him and his wife does the pick-up for us And then sometimes when I have a spare time we all go together and help out Yeah Yeah so it's a full-on. It's a
0: full-on day. So, yeah. when, when, when do you actually like kind of end the day when you kind of go to sleep? What, what, what time is this? you got to like, you finish running about
1: 10 Yeah, oh. yeah. Sometimes uh, twelve. Yeah, but you know, like they say, the that you can only have four hours sleep. So, four hours is good enough. As long as that person is happy and he he can go to bed. Without knowing that you know something's gonna happen to him, I can go to bed as well, sleeping there he's fine, so yeah, that's my goal is leaving that person's house and knowing that I can actually sleep tonight and not knowing that he's not gonna do anything stupid,, yeah. and so your lovely lady, she's right behind you, and all of this yeah hundred percent yeah, yeah, she's uh, but she hates talking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry babe <laughs> <laughs>
1: Director <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, how, how important is that? Because you talk about relationships In terms of that A lot of men go Obviously a lot of men go Have issues and problems With relationships But how important is, is Having your own relationship intact, that Like you and your wife Being
1: like Solid in terms of uh, Of the work that you both do um, Relationship is very important I wouldn't say we're solid Because then that's just a lie um, Because no relationship is solid mm-hmm. No relationship is perfect Whoever talks to me about relationship held, I'll, I'll You're a liar Because <laughs> you're always going to have Disagreements and agreements You know you, You're always going to have arguments Or even a yelling one or a throw one Or a kitchen pond You know Pats and ponds It's No relationships. So I wouldn't say we're solid, but we are stable. Mm. We are always behind each other, supporting each other. So as long as that we're on the same page and she loves what she's doing with with her movement because that's my passion, she grew into it. I didn't force her. She hated what I did because I had no time. So through the years She started Because she's a a teacher So she started to say Okay You need to start doing this And this (laughs) and this And and be home at this time At this time (laughs) So yeah And that's Yeah that's how I sort of Pulled back and tried Still Help people But give them that time Because that's the That's what people need Is the time If you don't have time for them Then there's find herself helping, so just a couple of years or uh, two years ago, my daughter went through depression, so I took time off because I couldn't I couldn't help people because I couldn't help my daughter. so I said to everyone if I can't help my daughter, then why am I going yeah. helping people? So I need to help my own family first. yeah, it's uh, good bro. yeah relationship is important good for yeah, but awesome. it's not perfect, yeah I'll tell you that.
3: That's also awesome. The way you're explaining the wife being, used to be a teacher, it's like, oh, my wife must have been a teacher too. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Babe, uh, if you're watching the same episode, uh, we're stable. He's
0: sleeping in the stable.
3: Damn, <laughs> hey, I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> the
2: the couch (laughs) (laughs) I'm just really interesting um, to hear about um, your daughter going through depression and you know it being so closely related to your own experience but also to your mahi as well Um, were there did you find were there unique things about the experiences that your daughter's going through in this day and age that maybe it was a little
1: bit harder to sort of help her through certain things yeah uh, yeah, it was hard because I, I didn't help her. I seeked help for her because of the conflict through the relationship with her. I didn't want it to be like an uh, awkward because she's had to live with me. And I always told her, what you share with your session, you don't have to tell anyone. That's between you. And the person that you're doing the counselling with, so I try and so I don't, I didn't help. We, I we went and seeked help for her, and got the best help through the through the movement, the people that we knew that could help her, and um, uh, U-turn, so pick up for U-turn and in, in the coast. So we do did a lot of charity for them because they're the one that sort of helped and supported her through her depression yeah but it was hard yeah because it was like it's i saw me you know angry moody and don't want to talk to respond you'd say one thing bang you just just get angry for no reason yeah
2: man and it must have been hard especially as a father i suppose and i'm just assuming here but like it it must have been big and difficult for you to t- trust her and to trust the professionals to give her that help. Because I think for a lot of parents, they naturally want to know, yeah. um, but to uh, have that perspective and that trust where you can say you know what goes on between yeah. you and the professional, that's up to you. If you want to share, up to you. Yeah. But to just trust that process must have been Hard. difficult. I think yeah. a lot of parents, yeah. myself included, would really yeah. struggle with something yeah. like that. So,
1: But I trust the person counseling her Seeing the help that she's done for other people, gotcha. so I was just like, "I trust you and in your hands." And yeah, so she pulled through, and now now she's one of the admins for the wolf Movement, and she's doing really well because she does all the pitch <laughs> 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 she does all the writing, and <laughs> no. so I can't spell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're not supposed to laugh, fools. <laughs> <laughs> <Goose> <laughs> <moving>. <laughs> He's like, let as I I'm also going to say some words and um, tell me what it means to you. Um, <coughs>
1: healing. Healing. Uh, uh, self-care. Mm. Yeah. Self-care. Always uh, um, yourself. That's the healing process is uh, do you. Try and take time for yourself. Nice
3: And I'll ask you after What what do you
1: do for self-care But um Forgiveness Forgiveness Um Forgiven Forget forget out (laughs) 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 Um Forgiveness uh, Always forgive uh, No matter how hard it is Um What that person's gonna say to you Um Just forgive them uh I think life's too short to not forgive anyone, you know, because we all go through the same. Everyone goes through this it's, um, different struggle, but you know, we're all the same. So we yeah, always forgive.
3: Was uh, that hard for you also, to forgive those who have done you wrong?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh took me a long time, yeah, to forgive, yeah, forgive that guy. Took me a very long time, as I say, for me to forgive him. My that um it was um not, that was me just um I didn't want to actually forgive him, but I had to to let it go. Um to move forward, move on. So I had to forgive him. Knowing that, you know, he caused a lot of trauma and um, pain in my life, but, um, and yeah, yeah, I had to forgive, yeah,
2: definitely. Yeah. Quick question on that. Is it possible to heal without forgiving?
1: Um, No, because you got to forgive first before you heal yourself. There's no healing yourself and then go and forgive that person. So for you to heal yourself You need to go and forgive that person And then you heal yourself Whatever that is What people do for for healing The healing process I always do self-care for my healing process Yeah yeah. So yeah. I had to forgive that person to Actually take that step forward Because it was too many step backs for me then, no, 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 no I'm not going to do it mm. And then yeah I think that's that's why it just took me over a very long time. Did
3: you find on that journey when um, you're trying to go through your like healing um, that you're always coming back to that yeah. that that one thing? Yeah. Doesn't matter how many steps you took forward, mm. there was always that, that thing one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah,
1: and that was the main thing that I had to work on. Was that main thing? I had to work on that. Everything that, I, that I'd done in life That people done was so easy The healing process was so good And as soon as it started to come good And just bang That one thing there I'm just like Why? Why? So yeah I had to forgive that person to, to move forward So I can get my healing process So so that's awesome.
3: Um and one more.
1: Uso. Uso. Uh, yeah, the word gets thrown around pretty much. heavy eh? Um, you know, that means brother or sister, you know. But um yeah, uh also is um for me, it's uh, it's family, pretty much, you know. If you're going to be there for that also. Stay true to your word. You know. Go through it. I know a lot of also in the past. So i got you. Turn around. You know. Also where swear. you? Um, the downing the, the point for me is. When one of the also jumped off that. Uh, the crafted bridge years ago. I uh, had a. Uh, Nokia phone back then and I was doing security at uh, at um, um, Cairo there the Scorpion bar back in the days with the Indian club um, I was a head doorman there and one of the horses messaged me and also I, I need a, um I need to talk to you and I said oh, I, was, I got you but I'm at work I'll come after work and uh, he jumped off after work, it was too late. I could have just walked down and see him, take my five ten minute break. So the also word for me is really true 100%, that's family. Stay true to your word and I'll always be there for them.
0: Shut no so. I
3: know. Sorry, one more. Love. Love.
1: Jesus, lust.
0: <laughs> Did you say love <laughs>
1: man love love comes a long way eh <laughs> love love could mean hate as well, you know um for the terms of the the work that I do, you know love can mean hate as well, but you know you gotta love what you do, be passionate about it, um you know cuz if you don't then um you you're doing it with hate mm. yeah mm yeah. Oh, man charus
0: where to from from here now um in terms of us movement and are you, what, what are the future plans in terms of are you expanding or was there obviously you've you got some stuff here in New Zealand do you have a, like a, a base
1: here and people uh we had we got uh, one admin here um in New Zealand but it's um it's really hard because he's highly active, but um, yeah, that's that's the goal as well. Is just trying to expand here in New Zealand, and also um, we're trying to look at uh, 24, twenty four, twenty twenty four next year, yeah, to go to Samoa and do a mental health talk. Um, I think our people there need it because um, a lot of uh, I know a lot of our people don't understand what uh, mental health is. Um, you know, uh, we we do try to educate our parents because that's where it starts. Our parents, uh, if we don't educate our parents about uh, mental health, um, they won't understand because they all they know is money. You know, yeah, so he's precise You know, um, so my, um, so yeah. We need to educate our parents to make them understand that uh, you need to get assessed and get diagnosed because it's not my equal. You know, uh, just uh, just last year, uh, my mother got diagnosed um, dementia, and um, we had the fefe at the house doing a ritual, thinking it's a my equal. So my brother had to take her to the hospital to get assessed, and then yeah, she got diagnosed. So that's really important for us to to educate our, our our parents and also because the the parents is where they start. You know what the parents tell our kids is what our kids know. So if we educate our parents about mental health, they can educate their kids. Um, in Australia, we run a program for for young kids at school, Forty club to. To educate kids that uh, mental health is real and depression is real, and it's okay to talk, and it's okay to do wrong, um, um, it's okay to um, to to seek help. You're not weak. So, because a lot of kids now, they you ask about depression, they don't understand. But you say suicide, yes, I know what suicide is. So we need to educate them about what. Depression is and how it, depression leads to suicide. So awesome,
0: awesome. so obviously you have goals. You go with, with the U.S. movement, and you have people in your team, and you have specific goals for your team as well. Yeah. But what's what's your your ultimate goal as you as, as an individual and the founder of U.S. movement? Because people think about legacy. People think, think of okay, this is what's the future going gonna hold in terms of this this movement but for, for you personally what what is the ultimate goal for you in terms of seeing this um come to to life but also
1: in the future what, what do you what do you foresee that uh you know it, it, it's a big long shot but if we can my goal is if i can reduce 25 uh, percent of suicide in the next 10 15 years that would be awesome but it's a long shot. But, you know, like I said, we need to do it together. You know, if we all in the same boat and work together as family also, um, I reckon we could do it, reduce it down to 25%. And that will give the, our kids the future of mental health. And they can understand and then they pass it on. And hopefully, you know, by 2050 years, Suicide doesn't exist. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. Awesome, man. So, so. Long shot, but yeah. yeah.
3: So awesome goal there. Um If you had a message for anyone, what would it be?
1: Uh, gee, don't be scared. <coughs> Tell your <a> story. <coughs> Tell us as it is. Um, who cares who's going to judge you? You know, I. I, I'm 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 my own. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a human. I have feelings, you know. So whatever you're going through, just share your story because that brings light to you, and people can actually see who you are and what you're going through. And you know, a lot of people do judge, but you know, let them judge. Let the judge begin. Who cares At the end of the day, in your heart, you know that you and it's helping you. Mm. And, you know, like you said, the healing for me is telling my story. And that's that's how I hear, that's how I self care is actually telling people what I went through and um, trying to, you know, share the light, share what I went through, and hopefully, you go, oh man, you know, I'm sorry, I had a man. Mental health last year And um, I shared a story about How I was raped as a child Or as a teenage And two Two fellas come up to me and say thank you Because I was in the same Situation as you Not in the church but in the family So And that helped him So their brother there Nathan He's out there telling the story now So it sort of helps him now so share your story because it could save someone. Mm.
3: Oh man, sorry, I got. Because, do you have um, any thoughts towards the church? No.
1: Um, or or faith in general. <coughs> um, but to be honest, I don't hate the church. Um, my kids go to church. Uh, I don't discourage them to go to church. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's the Catholic Church, the church. It's not the church, it's the people in the church that's doing the wrong. You know, our Heavenly Father's created something for us and the church is always going to be stable, but whoever's in the church, they are not stable. You know, you can do wrong. So I don't hate the church I encourage my kids To go to church I still go to church I It's not mm. the church It's the people In the church They're always Going to have Something to say Yeah Hello. I'm glad you asked that. I was like I hope you don't say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No 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 I just,
3: Yeah yeah was, I, I bet That uh, people Probably listening in Probably had the same question. So um that's, that's powerful Because we We serve a We serve a perfect God But It's imperfect people In mm. these yeah. These places That do us wrong So yeah. um, My law yeah.
1: yeah yeah Always We yeah. Try not to mm. To think about it You know He's, The trauma Is always gonna be there But it's how you overcome it Yeah You know You step in there Go oh man You know This happened to me mm. In this church and it's just like, well, the church is a nerd. Who? Well, I think another <laughs> Man, yeah. I know that church. Man,
2: I suppose that's one of the things with depression is like it never truly goes away. Like every day, it's a battle of like, is today, you know. Going to be a good day or not and you're constantly having to fight and i suppose with experience and time and healing you get better at facing yep. depression but it never truly leaves you those thoughts are always yep. in your mind always, yeah. um and um one thing i know that you know you do as part of your um, your mahi is that you help um support like GoFundmes for brothers that have um, passed away which i think is amazing um and so it's a sort of segue into some of the support for the people, the families that are left behind from you know some of our brothers who have sort of passed on. Um, what sorts of supports are there? I mean, you guys are doing a, a huge job um, supporting the GoFundmes in that, but are there any other supports and counselling available for the families? Yeah, there's.
1: Are, yeah, yep. they, they they know um, they they know we're there to, to for them to reach out if they need any family uh, counselling because it's always you know um, it's always hard for them to to process for what happened you know it's when that person commits suicide it doesn't just leave himself it affects everyone so family always know we're here and if they do reach out we we're there to cover it so but the go me fun page is that's just something that we want to help out you know we try and raise money for them so so they can not have to worry about the the cover and the cost because it's a sudden death you know and they don't have colour. And the majority of the brothers and sisters that commit suicide, they don't have colour. So and that's the only way to go through it. It's for the yeah, find me page. Listen, yes. mm.
0: Because of because of the work you do um, on VK. You don't mind doing a bit of a plug-in. Plug in down into looking at the cameras like, Hey, this is what you do, this is what you're all about and who can um in terms of people are just um just investing into your or funding uh, the work that you guys do in Australia And also in New Zealand If you can look, look straight at the camera and just, and just do a bit of a plug in so, hey, This is what we're all about This is what the U.S. movement is all about Because there might be some people watching this Man, I love this I want to back this guy
1: mm. I love what he's doing Yeah, um I don't have my BSB on my account number <laughs> 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 But if you can send a check <laughs> Um yeah, so Fika Bas Fika movement. Um, we're all about saving and helping brothers and sisters. Um and it's a non profitable organization. So if anyone out there out there that wants to donate, um, uh hit the the Instagram page. It's got our um BSB and account number there. So that will be hundred percent helpful. Thank you.
0: Awesome, awesome, And
3: you can find um, the Movement on Instagram. Yeah. And I think there's a link in your bio. Uh, we can um, go and um, go to the GoFundMe. Yeah, um, for, big, the, for the current
1: one. Yeah, for the people that's. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome.
3: Yeah. And then um, if you go on my Instagram, oh, you can donate some money too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs>
0: Oh man, (laughs) also it is, um, in terms of you sharing your story also, it has been, it's a privilege Uh, I think a very, I think a lot of the guys who are watching this or viewers who are watching this or listening to this also uh, in terms of impacting, uh, in terms of suicide and those who are left behind, more so those who are left behind and people who who know someone who died by suicide or even uh, attempted suicide. It's going to be really refreshing, but also very encouraging and inspiring in terms of moving forward. Um, your story, like you said, yeah, you got the papers, you got yeah, you know, you, you're certified in terms of the, the work that you do, but also your lived experience. And I think that's that's the, I think that's the biggest thing in terms of people like oh, like yourself also. They're gonna be really encouraged to say, wow, if Vika has gone through this and and some of the things you've shared, are quite a horrific horrific also. If you've gone through that rock bottom, then surely, surely there's hope. There's hope for me. Yeah. And I love the fact that you, OUS um, movement, for me personally, it, it reflects hope, mm-hmm. real hope. And we're in a, in a stage in this in this world, and obviously you see the chaos in the world today, the economy you see, obviously, with lockdowns and COVID, and um, all, these, all these issues that are uh, happening in the world today. And then you see all these uh, technology, AI, all that kind of stuff. But men like yourself, and I really believe, I, really, I truly believe this, head on heart, is that we need more men like yourself, who are vulnerable, who are courageous, who are stable, um, but men of faith, but also men of valor. And you, my friend, also you, you you represent that. And so it's been a real privilege, real privilege, and an honor to to um, have this dialogue with you, also. And for me personally, I, I wish you and the U.S. movement all the best, man, all the best, uh, and your and your and your and your family. And so, what a, what a privilege, sir. So. Thank you.
2: Uh, this? Um, <clears throat> there's a, a, a quote that I actually pulled from one of your socials, which I thought was cool. It's um, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation, but it's uh, "nuestra vida es preciosa," um, which translates to "our life is precious," and I think. Nobody embodies that better than yourself, just seeing the impact that you've made, um, you know, the world's a better place because those suicide attempts didn't happen, and look at all the people that you've been able to impact and help, and it's not just individuals, it's families too, um, especially for those brothers that have passed on, um, so I just wanted to just give you big ups for force movement and what you, you know, what you're all about. Unity, care, evolve, man, you've... you've modeled that for us I'm um, at the table and it's really cool to see you just open up and have a moment of discovery for yourself and to be a special part of that um, man we're just so blessed um, so yeah I think just like Pete Thank you for, for coming out to see us and, and for sharing a part of yeah. yourself with us. And we hope that we've been able to give some small token of, of healing or or venting or whatever it is, but we just hope we've added to your journey in some small yeah. ways. So Thank appreciate you. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Yeah, I'm inspired also uh, when I see someone that could have been my next door neighbour from our hood um, go out there and uh, really move on their passion and do something that goes back to our people and, and stops um, a lot of people go down a certain path. Because you could have easily, you, your story could have been added to all the other statistics. You could have been in the gangs, you could have been dead right now, and but you chose a different path. And I believe that God gave you a mandate to make a change like all those times that you (laughs) try to you attempted yeah you did it wrong but it was purposely done like for you to do it wrong because God had a purpose for you and uh, and the and the stories the journey doesn't stop here Mm. like there's a movement that's gonna continue and I honestly pray that Taika Waititi if you're listening to this make this a movie because it's a powerful story like You've only given, given us snapshots of your story yeah. and I bet there was so much more and yet you've come on the other side and you're able to um, lead the way, um, impact the community and impact pretty much three different nations like got Samoa, Australia and New Zealand and I just, could, man, just honour you and give you your flowers now and just want to um, continue to pray for you in the, the the work that you're doing also and just thank you so much. Thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for the work that you do and just continue to cheer you on from here sure. and in any way, if we're like sharing your posts or pointing people to your um, GoFundMe pages, um, if that helps in some sort of way, man, we just, yeah, we just want to just offer um, you the work that you're doing so. My lord, lover also. Thank
0: you. you, brother. Mm, lover. appreciate lover it. Hey, also is there, is there someone that you can think of that that would be ideal to come on the podcast? Someone that maybe in New Zealand
3: from. from <laughs> <laughs> Ro- oh, sorry, that was off camera. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is
1: there any politicians? Is
0: anyone? Is there anyone you think that heads of this this guy would be perfect to come on the on the podcast?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I reckon. Uh, yeah, I'll message him. Yeah, I reckon yeah, he'll be a good candidate as well for our um, 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 our males and men as well. Yeah, he's doing a lot of work as well here in New Zealand. So cool, mm. yeah, but I'll, I'll give him a message. Yeah, also awesome. yeah, awesome, awesome. yeah.
0: yeah, Thank you, man. And like um, as as usual, we always um always give our our guests a uh, a gift. It's always do a bit of a sketchy caricature of how we envision uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, our guest. And this is uh, on behalf of the Mandate team. This is for you, Mosu. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much, Joseph, for um, for, for tonight and for being on the, at the table with us. And so we always give our guests the last word. Vika, any any words of inspiration or encouragement for our for our men out there? One last,
1: yeah. Um, encouragement word for everybody is uh, faith, and um, yeah, faith and love. Just believe, uh, believe the process. Um. Trust it 100%. Um, yeah, just believe the process. If you're going through the struggle, believe the process that you're going to come through. Trust it 100% in your heart. Don't don't, don't sick and doubt yourself because that can only form, um, pull you back. So believe the process. Um, yeah, and just keep driving forward. Don't, uh, yeah, keep pushing.
0: Yeah. please um, don't forget to like subscribe and also comment Look th- uh, forward to your well thought out comments and also please check out the US movement Instagram, Facebook um, several other s- social media pages as well please look, check them out and as usual brothers refine, unlock, take, take charge. charge
3: a few moments later what is the best thing to do when you're stressed out Jump on my bike and ride What's the worst thing to do when you're stressed out? Uh, came myself in the room The best way to reach out to someone who seems
1: down? Uh, drive to their place
3: New Zealand or Australia? And why? <laughs> uh,
1: Australia saved my life
3: If you lose at a competitive game How
1: do you quickly get over it? By cheering the other team this game, good good game. And um I was about uh, to say conjuration. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and if I give you my bank account number, how much can you put in? Uh, a dollar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. Mandate.